Today we're talking about staying on track. It seems okay. simple, but uh, difficult at the same time. Advertisers get derailed all the time, hey, just like you, this podcast. What did you have for lunch? See, here we go. <laughs> Are we started? <laughs> nah, stay on track, idiot. <laughs> Our guest today, uh, Jay Steele's back, aka DJ Miracle. Woo-hoo. Thanks for coming back. He had so much fun last time, right? I, I, I'm always honored when you ask me to do this. I loved it. So <laughs> yeah, and, you know. Uh, I remember talking to you one day about you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. And then, uh, did you ever think it would be an advertising podcast? Absolutely not. Not even close. <laughs> and Jessica Police is back. Hi, guys. been on the show a bunch of times, right? So, I have. It's fun. So bunch welcome. Of. I'm back. Christine Cook's here with us. Hi. She's off the mic. Yeah, off the mic. I forgot already. So she's, she's sitting Forget in silence, it. but she'll be on in the future. So uh, anyway, so uh, let's start just for fun, since we're talking about staying on track. Uh, let's start with George Carlin, and he has this little bit about how language has become derailed. And you could probably find a bit from George Carlin just about anything, because the guy created <laughs> so much material, but this is interesting. But it didn't happen. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons is because we were using that soft language, that language that takes the life out of life. And it is a function of time. It does keep getting worse. Give you another example. Sometime during my life, sometime during my life, toilet paper became bathroom tissue. I wasn't notified of this. So ahead of No one asked me if I agreed with it. It just happened. Toilet paper became bathroom tissue. Sneakers became running shoes. False teeth became dental appliances. Medicine became medication. Information became directory assistance. The dump became the landfill. Car crashes became automobile accidents. Partly cloudy became partly sunny. Motels became motor lodges. House trailers became mobile homes. Used cars became previously owned transportation. Room service became guest room dining. And constipation became occasional irregularity. (laughs) When I was a little kid, if I got sick, they wanted me to go to the hospital and see the doctor. Now they want me to go to a health maintenance organization or a wellness center to consult a health care delivery professional. Poor people used to live in slums. Now the economically disadvantaged occupy substandard housing in the inner cities. And they're broke. They're broke. They don't have a negative cash flow position. They're fucking broke. Because a lot of them were fired. You know, fired, management wanted to curtail redundancies in the human resources area. So many people are no longer viable members of the workforce. Smug, greedy, Give me an example. Anyone have an example of a A word? word? A word? Something you can't use anymore. You have to use this new word. And if you use the old word... Oh, I can... Handicap. Yeah, I was just going to say. Handicap. You can't say handicap. Disabled. Disabled or differently abled. But, like, even if I didn't say differently abled or disabled and I said handicap, you still know what I mean. Absolutely. Like, why do we really mm-hmm. have to say the, the, wor- the word But our kids matter, might not meaning. know what it means. It's actually, you know, that like, brings up a good point. My brother is disabled, and literally growing up, like, if anyone in school would say handicap, he would totally take offense really? to it. Really? Really? And, and same thing with us. Like, if, my, mm-hmm. if, you know, my brother would always say it to mess with the other brother, like, he'd be like, you're he'd handicapped, say, I have a brother, Jay, who's handicapped? Is no, that he, he no, he, well, no. <laughs> that too. But he would, but he would say, you know, because we, we, three of us lived in the household. The youngest would try to pick on the middle child who's, you know, disabled. <laughs> right. And he would always take offense to it. And I think it's because of society mm-hmm. now saying this term is offensive. Right. So, so you're saying 
your brother then so he hears people saying it's offensive so then he absolutely that feeling 100 percent right. yeah and i agree with that and i understand that i just don't like it because yeah. you still know what i'm saying yeah. you know what yeah. i mean yeah so but but it's so hard to keep up with half the time I feel like I get in trouble all the time because I don't. I don't know. You the don't new politically phrases. correct yourself. Yeah, the line no. changes all, every day. Right. right? Yeah. Like yeah. my kids, when they sit with their legs crossed on the mat, it's Indian called Indian style. No, it's crisscross criss applesauce. Like you sit crisscross style. Maybe I'm a bad parent, but my kids, <laughs> my kids do it. They said crisscross. I'm like, what's that? You mean Indian style? Yeah. So do your kids even know the term? Indian? No, they no, don't, they don't know the, the mm. term Indian style. Huh. Well, mine do. So. <laughs> Hashtag parents. They can't use it, right? right. <laughs> so, uh, we're getting derailed here. Yeah, we're we are. Not, we're no, not we're, staying, we're on, not track. staying on track. We're <laughs> not staying on track. Uh, I don't even want to read the Urban Dictionary because neither th there's only two definitions for objective, and neither one makes sense. But I'll read them anyways. Um, one objective is an opinion or perception based solely on f a factual condition or information untainted and without distorted or any personal feelings or interpretations. You lost me. I have no idea what you just Boring. said. Boring. And that what we're talking about. And two, an objective is a little sentence at the top of a resume that states <laughs> the reason you're well, yeah. applying for the job. Yeah, Which you're not true. supposed to do anymore, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Did they bring it oh, back? Oh, that changed now, I too? Guess. Really? I, I guess so. Yeah, I don't, I mm -hmm. just, I found, I, I, can't I just don't up. follow I a lot of rules. Because I say, <laughs> screw it. If they're going to read it, if they like my, it doesn't, I don't give a shit if I'm, if I have the right outline of it. Like, the information's yeah. in there. The content yeah. is what matters. That's what they want. Right. Yeah. And, Jay, you probably don't have an objective because you always had a voice track. <laughs> a demo. Air check. Yeah, yeah. I've never put in an objective ever at the top of a resume. <laughs> Unless I was, like, applying for a customer service job before yeah. I got on the radio. Right. Do you, do you look for that? Let me ask Mike. Do you look for an objective at the top of a no. resume when you're – No. Mm -mm. Exactly. You know why they're there. Or a I, cover page. I, I, I just looked down thing. at their last couple jobs. That's where I start. Yeah, but there you yeah. go. Anyway, thank, so. Thank you. Uh, I have a great <laughs> article here on, um, it's called How Farmers Insurance Learn to Love Marketing Effectiveness. And it really talks, we it's a great example. Farmers. Yeah, exactly. Um, on how they are staying on track by, uh, by measuring stuff like this. So it's a guy named uh, Reed, how would you say that, Jess? Karim? Karim? Karim. All right. Thanks for writing the Karim, article, yeah. Reed. Karim. Uh, Scott Griffiths has the unusual job title of Chief Financial Officer of Marketing at Farmers Insurance. And he told the American Advertising, uh, uh, the Association of National Advertisers, many claims made for marketing campaigns simply don't hold up to closer scrutiny because they're focused on results that are relatively unimportant to the bottom line. So they miss the objective. And he talks about... Um, this is a great example. So, do you guys remember the game Farmville? I do. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah, I knew Jessica would. One of the first Facebook it. games that they yeah. rolled out. Yeah. And I only knew it because my aunt played it and my daughter would, can I play with the cows and the chickens? And right. Feed them and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I never know anything. got 700 invites to play that game oh, from yeah. different people. It was on, crazy. On Facebook. So, um he, you know, so he's the marketing guy for uh, Farmers Insurance, and Farmville comes and pitches him on uh, being the uh, where they would create a, I guess, a branded airship for Farmville that would guard the virtual crops. Oh, so like kind of like product. I don't know how placement? the game worked, but that's what the article said. <laughs> yeah, so, so the, they'd have a State Farm blimp, basically. Well, Farmers Insurance. Or, sorry, sorry. <laughs> keep on track. Sorry, come on, Bentley. <laughs> 
So he thought, like, what a cool opportunity for brand engagement. It's part of this game that's massively popular. Farm, farm. So he wrote, or, or he says in this article, I was blinded. Oh, this sounds so cool. It sounds so sexy. So I signed the check. And, uh, you know, he thought 24 hours later, it was hugely successful. It had 2 million likes on the Facebook page, and they actually set a uh, Guinness Book of World Records what? for wow, I know something. I don't know. Um, so it was a big deal. And then one day, someone that worked there pointed out to him, you know, hey, do you realize that 75% um, of the engagements we're receiving from this Farmville game are from areas that don't even oh. do business? Oh, man. <laughs> we can't do business in? Sure. They're in foreign countries. Yeah. Uh. And then, uh, so like I probably scammed so like, them, okay. and it was all bots, anyways. Yeah. So then, well, <laughs> well they, they're like, well, I mean, okay, think we about when it launched. That game launched out. It probably they probably didn't have the, mm -hmm. you know, the demographic technology that yeah. they do now and the the targeting. Yeah. So yeah. farmers insurance is only in thirty six states, huh. and so they looked said, all right, doesn't seem so bad. We still got the twenty five percent, and then they looked at that twenty five percent. Oh no. Boy. And it turned out that 75% of that 25% aren't even old enough to buy insurance. Uh, <laughs> fail. Future well, branding. Well, yeah, but they don't need it. Because if they're 16 to 18, if they're that age, their parents are still paying for the insurance. So yeah, but their matter. parents are the ones making the decisions on exactly. that. Exactly. They're not going to go, oh, you know what? I saw farmer's insurance on my game. We should go with them. <laughs> so so he said, to put it another way, 95% of those impressions and brand engagements were completely worthless yeah. to them. So. Mm, bummer. So now they examine their marketing through a five-part process. One, is it a strategic fit? We've talked about that a bunch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, two, more important, what is it designed to do? Three, how can they measure that it does that? Four, how did it perform? And five, how does it perform compared to other activities? So all makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so now the company, when they're going to sponsor a professional sporting event, um, they say um, perception is the is the top thing that they try and measure, and reaching a broad audience, brand building, employee engagement, and uh, the pride of increased loyalty among their customers. So, of course, to Griffin he says this is all BS. What is it designed <laughs> to do really? Right. Right. Um, we paid a ton of money to raise awareness among golf fans. Awareness, you know, awareness is. I used to work with a guy who would say, you want, you want awareness for your business? Well, let's make a big pile of tires out here and set them on fire <laughs> and smoke. And all the news stations will show up and you'll have tons there, of awareness. There's yeah. your awareness. And that's free, so awareness too. Awareness isn't a real thing. <laughs> so now he looks at um, tracking conversions and which touch point they come through. And they want to try and track it back to the original touch point, not the last yes, touch point. Because sure. he thinks the original is the most important. I would that was interesting. I Isn't think it's it? a com well. I would think it's a combination. I think the first time I see something, I might be interested, but then sure. I have to be touched m in multiple points to like notice it. Yeah, or something has to remind me of it. Exactly. To, yeah. mm -hmm. It all works together. And the one thing I would mention about uh, farmers as well is, um, so if you're a business owner or sales, so they had a great idea that someone mm -hmm. came to him with a great idea. Yep. It just didn't have the right, me right, like but, the but, right. But no matter which That's side you're it. on, whether you're the business owner or uh, the marketing person, you have to look at that idea. Whoever came in there and pitched that should have realized that same thing or should have whether. Well, and that's what I was saying. Have, maybe they didn't have that technology when it launched. But maybe he shouldn't have come to him with that idea because he sold it. it. it Did he ever like get any other business from him? I wouldn't think so. I mean, you'd want to no. you'd want to go. Yeah, I would think. That guy at, at uh, Farmers was pretty upset at the end saying, well, it was my fault, but at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, 
I wish we would have done something else where we really only reached out to those sure. specific states or or maybe we had another idea. Hell, hell, this guy came with a good idea. Maybe he mm-hmm. can come up with another good idea. Right. Um, so be conscious of that. No matter which side you're on, don't be blinded by this great idea. You have to you have to think it out, too, and say, is this even, is this worth it? Right. I mean, an idea, is, it's not worth anything. If You know, why put in all that work if, yeah. if it's not worth it? So our tip of the week right here is from, is from him, Scott I just Scott gave the Griffiths. tip of the week, all right? <laughs> <laughs> he says, create your ideas. Uh, then go grab your target audience, show it to them, and get feedback and see if it matches your objective. It do- if it doesn't, it's back to the drawing board, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes on to explain that they have 12 characteristics that they feel um, that they measure in people when they show them a new farmer's commercial. Is It includes friendly, caring, modern, trustworthy, knowledgeable, and more. He says there's 12 terms, but they really only care about three of the 12, and they don't tell anyone what the three are, so I can't <laughs> I tell you guys. I was going to say, that didn't sound like 12. And he says if an ad scores above the benchmark in a certain range on all three of those, commercial works, it goes out. If not, back to the drawing board. I think there's, a, so. I think they're pretty good. I mean, they're yeah. not, they stand out as being, they use, what's his name? That we Jay, are farmers. Absolutely. J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Is that J. the guy's name? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a Detroit guy. He is. Detroit native. The song is definitely memorable. Yeah, though. for yes. sure. Yeah. And I think that, it, and we've talked about this in other episodes, about having your target and knowing who that person is every single time you put something out there and that it is, um, it's attracting to them. So I think yep. as long as they have those characteristics and they're flushing it out, they're right on track with what they need to be targeting or who they need to be targeting. So on to, uh, let's look at some current examples in uh, brilliance, blurs, and boners. Mm. Let's do it. Jessica's favorite. She just likes the title. The spicy nugget war. Have you guys noticed this? Jay, have you noticed the spicy nugget? Oh my war? gosh, it's crazy! Uh, going on? I, th- I know it's a spicy chicken sandwich. And the, yes, that's the spicy. So it's come together. So make, I think really? McDonald's brought the nuggets out first. So oh man, I didn't pull the ad up. I wanted to play them. They they brought out a Schnuggets ad. Okay. And then of course Wendy's. You know, you know how Wendy's is, especially on Twitter. <laughs> they got to fire back right yeah, but away. The, but when you say the, those came out, those came out a long time ago, right? Or are uh, you saying this was kind of recent? Yeah, this, this is, is rec- it, this is recently. They brought back. I, I, so it makes me wonder if McDonald's did this because of Wendy's coming back with their spicy chicken nuggets because that's the big deal, right? I, I'm not sure which one came out first. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So It has to be when I think because everybody was wondering when is Wendy's bringing about the spicy chicken nuggets. And they did. And right. then Popeye's jumped in, and now they're all battling on, chicken fight. On, twi- on Twitter <laughs> Yeah, and everywhere. So pull up the Twitter that I had on there, and look at this is Popeye's Twitter. Gross. The video? There's so here's a guy <laughs> feeding another guy a chicken sandwich. They're just this is what I was gonna say is Popeyes is the clear winner here. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, because nobody okay. was checking for Popeyes' chicken sandwich or any of their food. I thought it was this. Popeyes and <laughs> like Chick fil A. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Chick fil A. They've got they they uh, on their Twitter they have they retweeted Wendy's spice nuggets are back. And it, and their tag it says sounds like someone just ate one of our biscuits. We <laughs> all look thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Genius. Then, and then Wendy's replied, "LOL, guess that means the foods as dry as their jokes." Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, t- <laughs> you don't want to get in a fight don't, with Wendy's. You don't mess with Wendy's. Wendy's is great. <laughs> Wendy's is great. Well, well, you know, I think of all of the th- the things that this chicken fight is going on. Um, 
Popeye's really, I think they definitely, like you said, Jay, they are a clear winner because yeah. they sold out yeah. and they played off of that in such a great way, especially like looking at their Twitters that says, be right back. We found more. It's, you know, all, it, it, they just did a great job they with that. They did an awesome job. But you know what? It's very interesting is that even though these chicken sandwiches are sold out, if you drive by any Popeyes, the line is still ridiculously long right now. So it not only helped their aware or their awareness. I'm using mm-hmm. it in air quotes, but yep, also yep. it helped their business altogether because now people are interested in Popeyes. It put them on the map Absolutely. more. So yeah, yeah, and people are thinking about that. And, yep. and even if it's six months down the road, oh, remember that chicken war? Those guys, you know, yeah. they drive by a Popeye. Oh, I want to try their chicken sandwich. So I think it is is the more they fight, the more brilliant it is for all of them. Exactly. Yeah. Because it just puts more out there. I work. Uh, you work with him, David, in the mortgage business, and oh, he always yeah. likes to advertise on uh, outlets that have other mortgage companies advertising on them because yes, he believes absolutely. that people it like just makes people think more and more, maybe I should refinance, maybe I should get a new mortgage, yeah. maybe yeah. I should refinance. Almost use and the mm-hmm. other, their other's yes. frequency against them. And, and it looks like um, if you look at and have Popeyes, enough to if really you go to Wendy's, uh, they're all retweeting each other right. and, and beating up each other. McDonald's is kind of staying out of it, taking the high road like they usually do. Yeah. Putting their nose up. And, oh, we're McDonald's. But, well, I think it's kind of like, I've always compared it to like in radio, when you have a brand new radio station that's going to have a competitor. Mm-hmm. You, if you're the leader, you're the winner, you don't want to you know, start taking shots don't at the... Don't acknowledge them. Don't yeah. acknowledge them exactly. whatsoever. Right. So exactly. why would McDonald's even talk to Popeyes? I mean, you're talking about yeah, the biggest the fast king. food chain. They're exactly. the king, you know? Right. All right, let's get back. Are we on track, Broadwell? Yeah, I think they're on track. There's one, one more. So Wendy's wait, who we asking? Who's brilliance blur boner? Well, is this who? is this all of it? Yeah. True brilliance strategy is this battling on Twitter a good strategy, brilliant. and is it is it sticking to the objective? I think the objective. I don't is, know. Is, I think it's brilliant for all of them, and at the same, but it'd be ob- interesting to see how many chicken sandwiches were bought in 2017, 18, 19. Sure. If you could quantify that. While this battle's going on, sales is up for all of them. Exactly. Absolutely. And I think the objective, obviously, is to bring people to the restaurant, and they're mm-hmm. doing that. I mean, it's, it's brilliance. Yep, and they're not. They're coming with a family. Maybe one of them gets a chicken sandwich. Everyone else, I mean, my brother just, bought twelve for the for the yeah. family. Yeah, so oh, really? that's hilarious. Oh, for the family. I've never like, had Popeyes. Popeyes. No, he didn't eat twelve. <laughs> he didn't eat twelve. <laughs> you never had Popeyes? Isn't no. There, is there one in there's Greenfield? one right on Eight Mile, right? right yeah, there's, 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 there's quite yeah. a few around here. Yeah. yeah. So I used to like churches. I don't see. I, I do oh my gosh! The one I had, or there was one on Greenfield. I don't believe it's there anymore. Yeah. So, okay, so we're all calling brilliance on this? I think so, yeah. yeah. Wow, look at that. Unanimous. Wow, yeah. Collective brilliance. Whoop, whoop. So that's sticking to the objective. So now we're Sorry, going I'm back to our, your reads, by the way. our <laughs> old friends at Gillette. Because in, in oh, Jessica yes. had to. Have you seen any of the articles, Jessica? No, I haven't. Uh, paid attention. I have paid so, attention. Did I, I sent this to you, he didn't I? sent me one. I tweeted one. I uh, put one, I think, on our I Facebook. I told you, I never know anything. <clears throat> And I never Headline, get to prepare for the show. August 2nd. <laughs> well, as if I recall right, you guys both thought that the, the, uh, the bit they put out was brilliant. Mm-hmm. You thought it would no, help their sales. No, not me. And I said, mm, I didn't like it, but I thought it, I thought it worked because it got traction. I, well, no, I think we all said wait and see, but I, I, definitely, didn't, I definitely didn't like it. Um, oh. Jay, you know the ad we're talking about, right? No. The, uh, the toxic, toxic masculinity ad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you bad. guys think? We're it's August now. That came out in January. Oh wow! I forgot about Retago, it. Retago, what are you asking? I'm the asking. Stock what, price? Like, well, yeah, what, what do you, you think? Gillette sales. What what's happened to Gillette sales? 
I don't think that they were phased. I think that they plummeted. Jay? I'd have to say, yeah, plummeted as well. <laughs> Gillette's sales are down eight billion. No. Uh, really? Dollars. No, I don't think plummeted that much. Wow. And guess what? Oh, well, we're sorry. We're not going to do that anymore. I guess, they're not coming out with any more toxic masculinity. Oh, hold on. Who got hold fired? On. <laughs> don't so, tell me they are. If they so are, I hope they many, do just so they bury right. themselves. So this is the headline. <laughs> August 2nd uh, from One News. Dot com, one news com, oh, yeah, Many tra- consumers reliable source. now believe Gillette is the worst a man can ah. get after running their to- toxic masculinity campaign, berating men as too manly and too sexist as bullies and rapists as part of their social justice campaign. How long has Gillette been around? So they basically oh. took their foundation, the best a man mm-hmm. can get, and it tried to, it? to try to... Insert Win themselves back. in yeah. this in this uh, cultural conversation, yeah. and it backfires. So it turns out, God, I love it. It turns out men don't like to be insulted and classified <laughs> as overly <Aww>. masculine. <laughs> yeah, but they so, still have female products, which yeah. we talked about. At we the talked time. about they cost that. Yeah. More. There's that. So, what was it? Pink sticker. Yeah, the, the Venus pink razor. So the Washington. No, but that that qu- or it's oh, called yeah, the like pink a, tax. The pink tax. Pink, pink tax. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, the Washington Examiner ran this article, too. A lot of people, it's been all over the $8 billion loss. The CEO of Gillette came out August 1st and said he does not regret his company's controversial marketing campaign. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Movement, despite losing loyal customers over it. Yeah. He said it was a price worth paying. Is um, it? Really? Yeah. Wow, so he's, he's doubling down. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he says okay. they haven't lost $8 billion. They've only taken a $5 billion loss. Only. <laughs> only <laughs> $5 billion. That's not that bad. Maybe they were just making <laughs> too much Whoa. money. God, what I don't asshole. enjoy that some people were offended by the film and upset at the brand as a consequence. That's not nice. He goes... <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Oh, is this guy? Oh, so He's a sorry. sensitive guy. Uh, yeah. This is a guy that's going to be looking for another job. Yeah, exactly. Well, this reeks of something to me, and a lot of people in it with, with big positions, executives do this often. They make a decision, or maybe they don't, but it becomes their decision because Gillette decided to do this under his watch. Yes. And then it fails, so he's afraid. It, in his mind, if I admit that it was a failure... Then I'm fired because so, I made this decision that cost us eight, five to eight billion dollars. Yeah. I so instead of him thing just in saying, the billions. So oh. and then he, instead of him just going, yep, you know what? It was a mistake. Uh, just we love you guys. Rebranded and move on. Then you, oh, so he is so doubling down, though. That. They launched another um, no. controversial <laughs> ad that did. <laughs> in May, they ran an ad depicting oh. a man teaching his transgender son how oh. to shave for the first time. I didn't see that one. Like, why do you why don't just you just stay away from this yeah, whole right. controversial Stay out of that right. conversation. I, Which, I get what you're trying to do. I'm, it's nothing against transgender. It's just you don't name. have to go there. Is Kumbi? C-O-O-M-B-E? You know what would have been better if... The CEO of Gillette. And again, nothing against someone who's Gary transgender, Kumbi. but if no. he had his little son and daughter, if they really wanted to make sure they were covering, you know... So maybe you're thinking the transgender was too far in the other direction. Yes, like just my dad. I used he used to show me how to shave, and he'd take the razor off, and I'd do it so he could have you know. So Kumbi said he was surprised by the intense backlash that they got from the transgender ad, but (laughs) it was quote less provocative than other versions they'd been shown and created. 
So I want to see the more provocative version. Yeah. Like, what else did they do? I can only <laughs> I'll imagine. Keep to my, I'll keep yeah. to myself what I, <laughs> what I pictured. Yeah, it's insane. I can only imagine. <laughs> so this so, is a huge, a huge boner. God, I hope they lose yeah. another $8 billion. I'm going to take back. Well, I really do. I think, the, I, I think this. if I remember correctly, I did like the commercial back in January, mm-hmm. but, you know, let you it go. Would. You would. Of course I would, because well, I have to do opposite to everything you guys say. We, we talked about the Pepsi Kendall Jenner ad. We talk, yeah. the, mm-hmm. any, it t- anytime you're going to take on some kind of social issue like this, it, and it, it, the objective for them is to sell razors, right? Right. Yes. And Not to form everyone's opinion right. when they already Blur. Uh, blur? 100% blur. Yeah. Really? I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm totally You don't think blur. it's a boner? I don't think so. Really? Uh. You just don't want to say the word billion? boner, that's why. No, I'll tell you this boner, 100%. Boner, boner, boner. <laughs> blur. Yeah. Really, why, why a blur? You don't, you don't think this hurts them further or it doesn't? Like I just, that next well, quarter, I assume, is going to be down. I remember mean, the guy from Pepsi, the, the CEO from Pepsi had to resign over that ad. Yeah, or the, mm-hmm. the Volkswagen, what was that car? Or no, not... Volkswagen. It was a Cavalier. Oh yeah, the Cadillac. 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 Oh yeah, Cimarron. Yeah, yeah. Cimarron. Yeah, that guy <laughs> lost his job too. So, even though they lost uh, all this share to their to, to their traditional customers, that he thinks that they've gained some millennials, and that was a category that they were losing market share oh. to Harry's and Dollar Shave Club. So, he's sticking to his guns. Do millennials have guns, money dude. to buy Gillette products? Do millennials even shave? No, I think, their yeah, parents pay all... for them, and their parents aren't going to buy them because they you. hate Gillette. Yeah. They're going to buy uh, <laughs> other ones. Yeah. yeah. They're going to the Dollar Shave Those Club. Those 28-year-olds that are living at home and their parents are buying their razors, they're not getting Mach 3s. No. Yeah, so. right. All right, well, let's, uh, we, let's do a quick listener question. We got, a, we got a brilliance and a boner this week, except Jay's saying he's, we got a brilliance and a blur. <laughs> <laughs> what a boner. Uh, <laughs> this is the question Bentley forwarded me. I'm not sure why. I, um, I'm not one sure why many. I picked this one, but this is the one you picked, and it was the only one I had to choose from, so I'm going to read it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I own a shop that repairs uh, phones and iPads. Cracked screens are the core of our business. We can fix them quickly and make a good margin. We're looking to come up with a catchy slogan for the shop. Any ideas? Signed, the Crack Stop Shop, Billy. Crack Stop Shop. Interesting. So that's what it's called now, or he's opening one? No, it's open. It's open. Yeah, it's yeah, called? yeah. It's called the Crack Stop Shop. Didn't okay, you read so the question before you sent it to him? Yeah, he I never does. <laughs> I might have zoned out a little bit when you were just reading <laughs> the email. Thanks so he's like, what is he looking for? He a, wa- slogan. a slogan. Any ideas for a place oh, that okay. fixes iPhones? I don't know. Mm. Someone else start because I don't have. An I don't know. It, it, it's a tricky name. I, I'm. I know there was there was something that I heard before for a business just like this. We fix your crack fast. <laughs> That's it, not bad. It's not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sticks to yeah what you do. Right. I think you you can't right. get too clever. That's something like show right. show us your crack. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's overplayed. <laughs> oh, overplayed. No one has that. <laughs> I googled the crack crack stop shop and uh, window uh, windshield repair oh, okay. was really? yeah, yeah. Okay. So I couldn't even find this guy's shop it's probably you know like a small like out of the house kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah well, like a, you gotta bring in something spot. with talk like talk without the crack or talk beyond I don't know something where it, you're so you're not confused yeah there's one near me well, that's like an eye fix or something it's got the eye in it yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of eyes yeah, I, I, so I'm not sure I, I, like I don't have an you, iPhone or an iPad or an iPad. No, right. 
Yeah. So, so if you're a so Kindle, you may think only iPhones. Go, yeah. You go by uh, uh, I got Droid or yeah. Yeah. So, And this guy sounds. Yeah. He said. He actually said. Uh, phones. He didn't say iPhones. So crack stop shop. Crack. Crack stop shop. That's the name of his place. Yeah. I don't know if we if we got help for you. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't pick th- a better question so. next week, Jim. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I think. You don't know what you're getting with the crack stop shop. Is this a windshield? Is right. this a phone? It's you you got to have something about your mobile device. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mobile. You got to get something Something about get, we get you back on track after your crack. Mobile. <laughs> see, see clearly again. Something like that. Talk see. clearly. Yeah. Talk. There you go. Because yeah. see clearly still could be that windshield. Like gla- or glasses. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah there's a – I mean, you – You'd have to do a total brainstorm session on that. Yep. Get oh, your target well, audience, figure out what you're trying to do, achieve, I mean, and then run it by them. How long? What's the longest you guys have walked around with a cracked phone, phone screen? Oh. I've, I always oh. have a screen protector on my phone. Yeah. Oh, I, you've never mine I have it kids that steal my that. phone. I've got that big old case. I can't it's been, fit my phone yeah. in anything. Oh, three I've to walked around three for to a six year months. and a half. Yeah. year and a half. Oh, no way. Screen. So yeah. I finally fixed Mm-mm. it when little pieces of glass started, started coming hurting off. Started hurting your finger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I was no like, way. I no. About time. Did you go to one of those places? Did you get a new phone? No, I got a new phone. Okay. I just got a new phone. <laughs> I brought. I grabbed my mom's old iPhone when my iPhone broke years ago. It was like seconds. The I'm like, I can't deal with this. That I've had with a lot of these places is that I actually fixed my girlfriend's phone through one of these i, and yep. the digitizer was uh, messed up. So then, like, literally a week later, things are just popping up on the screen and uh, you can't type. So it's like, yeah. And that's part of the reason I had never gone. I had heard horror stories yeah. about uh, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. Just get a new phone and. Hopefully right, the let's, crack stops. Let's stick to our objective and end All this right. show. All right. <laughs> we need too fast. Plus, so, someone needs to get on the so air. So remember, all right, we're going to just break it down. Two steps. Step one, when you're presented with something, ask the question, does this meet my objective? Yep. Two, get it in front of your target consumers and ask them. Get their feedback. Yep. Got Easy, it. Talk right? Talk to your target. Important. That's it for the show. If you have questions, the, the Marketing Tools Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn. Please follow our LinkedIn. We got an Instagram now. We're making what, an Instagram, Instagram for Steen. Name. The Marketing Tools Podcast. The Marketing we Tools Podcast on Instagram. Woo! Look at that. <laughs> we'll have some pictures right up there. Follow us on Instagram. Follow thanks for right listening. Now. All right. Thanks, Jay, thanks guys. Jessica, thanks for coming back. Anytime. Of course. See ya. Ciao.